Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Alrighty, yes, it's your cheerleader, Benny. Happy Tuesday. To you as well. How are you? Awesome as usual. Nice. It's the end of the month. We're going into July. I know. Blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. Crazy busy because you know we've got three girls. Mm-hmm. Basketball up the wazoo. You're in full swing. Pardon? You're in full swing in that stuff. Oh, now. completely. I mean, we are traveling all over. Well, our Madison, the oldest one, uh-huh. she's going to be doing the whole gamut. Madison and Morgan both, but Madison, she's, you know, it's it's interesting. So let me back up because we're doing basketball and we are being coached about how limited it is for girls' basketballs to actually get scholarships. It's like the 1% of women's sports get scholarships. That's how rare it is. And Madison's getting, you know, in, you know, peaks and, you know, I don't want to burst the bubble or jinx it or anything, but it's exciting for her. I'm so proud of her. Yeah, as we are too. And, you know, it's, it is amazing and they should offer more to the female in the, the sports out there. It seems like they have to work like three, four times as hard than most male competitors. So, but yeah, yeah, kudos, kudos given. Yeah. Yeah. So we're traveling. We're in Oregon city and Chicago and California over the next few weeks. It's crazy. All right. Everybody, welcome. We're not talking sports. We're talking intuition today. In fact, we're talking intuition on demand, a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition you can trust. That is Lisa K. Ph.D., her latest book, Intuition on Demand. We're going to bring her on in just a minute, but of course, we have some housekeeping. Y'all know it's new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, a new you. I wanted to remind all of you, if you want to work with me, go to SueLundquist.com. Click on the little button. We could do a quick get-to-know-you free 15-minute call. Literally, give me honesty, audience. Give me 20 minutes, and I will give you a lifetime, a lifetime of change. I have taken my over 20 years of personal development, my own intuition, my psychic ability, and my evidential mediumship, over 650,000 hours of education, research, and development, that all comes to our session. And if I don't have the answer, I will go and find it for you. I am packed full of resources. You just have to come to me. So get on the phone. Let's have a conversation. Literally, I have the fishing pole. You get to go fishing. Isn't that a fun analogy, Benny? I love it. Let's go fishing. I don't know. There should be some kind of funny song or <laughs> something could like be, that. Um, I just had not one. Yeah, oh, you're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So. New perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, new you. I want to tell you about Josh Parkinson before we get started. Josh Parkinson with Resonate Brand. You guys have heard me talk about this guy. He is my superstar. I mean, obviously, you guys know Benny because he pushes all the buttons and makes the magic happen for the radio show and beyond. Josh Parkinson does everything behind the scenes with the website, and he's absolutely incredible. Resonate helps you to build beautiful, mobile-friendly websites, but more importantly, they help you build a web strategy that helps your business attract 
new customers, grow a following, and get higher in the search listings. And if you want to create an online course or a membership that sells automatically without you lifting a finger, they can help you build and sell that too. Woohoo! Seriously, you guys, they're great. So please contact Resonate Web Leadership for a free consult and see what options they have for you. Why not do it? So go to www.resonateweb.agency. Tell Josh you heard about him through me, Sue Lundquist, and the Gratitude Cafe. All right, guys, I'm really excited. You have asked uh, about intuition. It's, it's a pretty common conversation. What is intuition? How do I tell if I've got it? How, and there's this big word, discern. How do I discern? And I know when I was coming out of the closet and intuition and psychic and all of that, um, I had to figure out what discernment meant to me because I had my own battles, my own soul's experience, that I had to make sure I wasn't bringing that stuff up and, and discerning between my intuition and my fears, my intuition and my judgments, my you know, my intuition and all that other human stuff. So I have an incredible guest, and that's Lisa Kay, Ph.D. Her latest book, Intuition on Demand, and it's a step-by-step guide to a powerful intuition that you can trust. And she is an intuition specialist. She teaches worldwide about how to develop and hone your intuition so that we can use it to benefit areas of our life. And like I said, her new book, Intuition on Demand, is a step-by-step guide for that powerful intuition. And big, big thing here that you can trust. Now, guys, let me tell you something about Lisa. Not only is she a speaker on intuition, but she's, she's got a Ph.D. from the University of Metaphysical Science. And I'm going to have, bring her on because she's got this great story, and I love the fact that she's an electrical engineer. Um, she, it, it's crazy because I was raised by two engineers, so I know how that mind works. And it's so exciting because you've got the right and the left brain, and she's, she's trained as an electrical engineer from Columbia University. And she's also got psychobiology from State University of New York. But then she went on to get her Ph.D. at the University of Metaphysical Sciences to bridge it all together. And that's my big word, bridge it all together, because that's what I do. I bridge all of that stuff together. And this is wonderful. I'm going to bring Lisa on, and we're going to get to know her and have her story. So, Ms. Lisa, welcome. Hey, Sue. Thanks for having me on your show. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Thank you. Congratulations on your new baby, Intuition on Demand. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Thank you. So I love this. It was, it was a birth heard... of love. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. So you heard me talk about it. And I, well, I was adopted as a baby, and I was raised by two engineers. So I love the mind. I love how that mm. works. And I love the fact that you were raised as an engineer, or not raised as an engineer, but your your education is backed by engineering. But I also read and watched your videos online. You went above and beyond that to find how the world worked. Can you tell the audience about that side of your story and how you came about to intuition? Well, you know, it comes from my nature. I am an, I'm an infinitely curious. I'm a, a perpetual student. I always want to know. I want to know yeah. how does the world work, you know, and if I knew how it worked and if I knew, um, you know, the ins and outs, then I could learn how to live a better life. I could learn how to, you know, be happier. So that's why I started with um, basically science. I actually started studying psychobiology first, uh, partly because I wanted to know, you know, how does how does the mind work and how to how to make that better. And then um, and then broadening, I was always interested in all kinds of sciences. So I studied chemistry and 
and math and physics and biology and you name it. Um, if it was science, I studied it. And um, I learned a lot. And it, it was fun. But then it got to the point where it didn't explain everything. And it didn't explain phenomenon that I thought was so amazing and that was so obvious that it exists. Uh, people being so intuitive and knowing things um, how, that, how there's no way that they could know through just the thinking mind. And I was like, how do they do that? How do they know how not to get on that plane because, you know, later on it, it crashed or, or when their loved one was in trouble and they just knew and so they went and rescued them in the nick of time. And I wanted to find out how all that worked. So I, that's how I got into the uh, metaphysical side because that explains a lot of those kinds of phenomena, which is absolutely fascinating. And what I found is that there's there's a lot of overlap. Um, so so that's, that's really, really uh, what got me started into studying about intuition and, and kind of furthering all this education. And you've got some personal stories. I, I like the flat tire. Can you explain? I mean, let me remind the audience everything that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the gist of what intuition is. We're going to go over that again. Can everyone be intuitive? Is there science behind intu- intuition? And honestly, Lisa, I love the juiciness of the science behind the intuition and all of that and how the brain works. Um, mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm, it gets mm-hmm. me so excited. I just, I absolutely love it. That's good. Um, yeah, and I do. I absolutely love it because I want to bridge the two like you as well. Because you do. You have you have that really cool science side of it and... and and I'm going to say this stereotypically in how we have all brought up, whether it's um, the science or the church, and I say that delicately, there's no judgment behind what I'm saying, but, you know, historically there's been, you know, it could be a witch, it could be the devil talking, and it's so not any of that at all. It's mm-hmm. a divine, beautiful, loving guidance, and I just wanted to make that clear. So. Audience, yeah, we're going to talk about intuition, what that looks like. Can everybody be intuitive? Is, you know, and the science behind it, how you can tell. This one was a big one for me, Lisa, the discernment, you know, coming in, you know, fighting Mm -hmm. for my own demons. So that's a really juicy topic. We can really chunk in on that for a bit. So let's, you want to tell your your story briefly about the flat tire, just so people can kind of get an idea of, of the intuition and how it works? Well, I'm trying to remember all the detail, but I, from what I remember, I was driving um, to, I can't remember my de- destination, but I was uh, going along and uh, I ran over um, a wire. And um, it, you know, I, at first I thought, oh, you know, it, it seems to be, you know, there was nothing, nothing there. Um, that, you know, the car, it was just, Something popped in my head and thought, and it was a, it was like, ooh, was that was that like a, was that a sharp wire or was that just a, a cable in the road? Um, it turned out it was actually just a cable in the road, um, and we're driving along. And but I, something in my um, the back of my head, my intuition was telling me, um, was you know I was kind of paying attention. Um, but not really. So I just kind of dismissed it. And then I was driving along and I get, and I do this all the time when I get to a light and I know I can either go left or right and get to my destination. I let my intuition decide which is the best way for me to go today. And, um, my intuition said, take the long, slow road. 
And I was like, well, I could get on the highway and why not, you know, but no, it takes a long, okay, all right. So I took the long, slow road and I'm going along and I start to find out that the car is having some trouble. And, um, and I was having trouble steering. And so I thought, well, that's odd. Um, and I pulled over and it turned out that I had a flat tire. And now had I got, I could have gotten on the highway and, um, God knows what would happen if I had gotten on the highway because that tire was really, uh, was, was, it was started to go down. It was really not good. So I'm so glad that my intuition said, oh, take the slow road, pull over and, uh, you know, uh, you know, then check it out. So, um, that was one of the things that, uh, that helped me at least, you know, it's an everyday thing that helped me, oh, you know, take that road, take the slow road. Well, yeah, and the importance to this audience is, and the reason we're telling, and, and I brought this story up, the reason I'm doing this is it comes in little subtle ways. You know, it could be, oh, I saw a sign and it made me think of something, and there's this whole domino effect internally that's happening, and then you're like, oh, that's exactly. why I was, yeah, it's just this, it's this kind of dumb, go ahead, Lisa. It, it was, it was funny because I, you know, going back now in my mind about the story is that, um, you know, one of the first things that kind of popped in my head was like, oh, what was that, what was that I ran over in the road? And I looked back and it was like, oh, it's just, it's just a wire, it was nothing, you know, it's, but something said, oh, you know, that, that uh, it might have, um, but, you know, it flashed in my head, it was a barbed wire, but it wasn't, it was just basically a cable. And, and then, the, you know, driving along, take, you know, take the slow road. And um, once I found out I had a flat tire, when I had gone home, this was the other part of the story, I forgot. When I had gone home, um, I found out that there were actually, the tire was had started to get flat, and there was actually some grooves in, in, there was, uh, in the driveway that showed me that the tire um, was, had been flat pretty much all along. I just didn't feel it. And uh, I didn't know it was there. And so it wasn't that there was something I hit in the road. It was like, you know, it was telling me all along, there's something not right, something not right. There's something not right, yeah. From, mm-hmm. the, from the garage out. So you're seeing, you know, spirits, whatever, your guides. You've got mm-hmm. a heightened enough you awareness. To, yeah, to, to hear and see the messages, whatever those are. So. Anything, right, and, they, and it wasn't anything, you know, I, I just only checked out later being the scientist, you know, that, oh, yeah. so that tire was not good from the beginning, and I had no idea, but I was getting these little messages, oh, is, is that wire okay that I ran over? It's like, oh, take the slow road, you know? <laughs> so. Right, right, and it's those little tiny things that you need to really, um, well, one, first be aware, but two, hone in on those and get real curious and say, oh, okay, and then listen. Now, there's been plenty yeah. of times, and I'm, and I'm sure you yourself as well, maybe not, but I know that I have taken the road less traveled many a times where mm-hmm. I have not listened to my intuition, and it's not as easy, yeah. right? No, it's not as so, easy. Okay. Go yeah. ahead, Lisa. So you learn how to listen. So you, you, learn, you learn, well, that, you know, that's part of the practicing. You know, you, you notice. Um, and, but you chose, you chose one that you like, I, it sounds like you probably dismissed your intuition and, and you said, ah, I'm going to do yep. this anyway. Yep. And, and then later on you, you actually got a validation. It's like, oh, I should have listened to it. So that's, yes. so that's uh, yes. an, an, an unfortunate practice. <laughs> yeah. So you learn, but, right? Yeah, uh, but then you next know, time you go, oh, okay, listen to that. 
Yeah, but you know also, Lisa, you know what I do? I kind of play a little game with myself and go, oh, was that really my intuition? I check in. I do that just Mm. to have that validation for myself and go, oh, you were right. But I know that they are always right. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it is. I know, but I do. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, okay. I'm hearing you. I'm seeing you. It's it's kind of this little funny universal joke, I'm feeling. But did you do that, that you notice? And, and this is what I tell my students to do is, like, you, you have to validate your intuitive messages, right? So when you get something, even whether it's wrong or it's a hit, whether it's right, you should go back and remember it. So I tell people to go write it down, write down the story. Uh, it's yeah. more fun to write the good one, you know, the hits down. But, um, but that way it's like, okay, I heard it. It came to me this way. It came in short sentences. Or I saw a picture in my mind. And that was the message because I validated that it was true. So the next time it happens, you're going to know what it sounds like, what it feels like, how it comes to you personally. Yeah. Make sense? That's so important. Let's go back to that because I think it's what it comes to, how it feels Mm -hmm. like, what it, you know, feel, smell, senses, all of that. But let's get to the basics. Let's just, you know, what is intuition? I mean, my audience kind of pretty much knows that, but they really want the tools and the Mm -hmm. techniques and the the juicy stuff. But let's let's start with the basics. What's intuition? Well, intuition is defined as um, knowing without knowing how you know it. So it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as that information is coming to you and you are aware of it. So I always like to say, you know, it can be, uh, from your higher self, your guides, your angels. It could be from the wiser part of you, or it could be from the other 90% of your brain that you're not aware of that maybe is picking up metaphysical energy and information. Um, so it's that, you know, and it comes to you in many different ways, and it becomes, a, and you know, you are consciously aware of this information. So that's the definition. Pretty, pretty juicy. Pretty simple. I mean, it just, it is what mm-hmm. it is, right? Uh, can right. everybody be intuitive? And let's talk about the science behind that. And then after that, we're going to take a break. And after we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the discernment because I think that's that's really important mm-hmm. and how that all works. I think that's good. Yes, it is. So, yes, everybody can be intuitive. In fact, when I started, um, I was not, you know, one of those uh, um children who were seeing things and picking things up i i was i wanted to be very intuitive but i i was actually um not very good at it i w- i remember as a child wanting to see if i was you know psychic and so i would get the zener cards the psychic cards and i try to predict them and i got them all wrong so mm-hmm. i just decided okay i'm not psychic um <laughs> but you know they say you know everybody could be intuitive so i thought well let me study it and i'm good at studying and and I did, um, and I found out through that not only could I in I could develop my intuition to the point where I became an intuitive reader and a sold out reader, which shocked me, um, but that also that it's part of your biology that there are parts of our brain that is actually very intuitive. That is the what we would characterize as in, intuition. So there's a, there's a side of our brain that speaks in symbols, that speaks in um, signs and in, in pieces. And that's how our intuition talks to us. Uh, it also sees the big picture. Our intuition is the one that says, hey, something's not right here, right? 
remember when you were a kid, it was like, you know, the two pictures, they show you, you know, what, what which picture is, um, they look the same, but there's one thing different and you had to figure out what it is. Well, that's yes. the right side of your brain is the side that figures that out. And that's the intuitive side of the brain. So that's the radar. And it, it was fascinating to see the overlap of the psychobiology, which is the biological side of your your thinking and your psychology, um, and how it overlaps with intuition and metaphysics and actually even metaphysical energy. So um, that was really cool that there is energetic pathways in your brain that um, that the uh, intuitives, people who are very, very intuitive can see, but it actually follows the pathways of the physical senses as well, which which is really fascinating. It's super fascinating, and I've got to tell you a little backstory because, and I I haven't had an opportunity to tell you this, but I work closely with um, and have done a lot of work with Dr. Joe Dispenza and his team. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he's incredible, and he's changing Mm. the -hmm. the world one human at a time. He's just amazing, his work. I highly recommend looking at him. Yes, he is. He is wonderful. Um, So what we did in our meditation, and the reason I'm telling you this is because because of the brain, the intuition in those parts of the brain. And I, because I, I too, I like to figure out how it all works. But when you're dealing with um, changing a habit inside your brain or intuition, you can't see it, hear it, feel it all the time, right? You can't see change happening. It evolves, you know, it's 30 days plus, things start changing. So when I started doing research on how, in, how to change my behavior, my what was going on in my head, my old triggers, my post-traumatic stress, all that, you know, stuff. I went and found Dr. Joe Dispenza, but where I'm getting with this is through his practice and his teaching, we would put on the brain caps, and I, I've done the brain scans a couple times, and just like you were talking about, it showed up on the brain scan, the intuitive part of my brain, and it validated that, yes, that's exactly what's happening. And so that was super juicy and exciting for me. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. Isn't that fun? That, that I is, love that it. That is the coolest thing. <laughs> oh, it is. And I'm looking at my brain scan, and I'm a genius, and it looks awesome, and it's, it's fire. And we did this one meditation. It's awesome. I love it. We did this, well, many, many meditations, but there was one I had that when I was doing my brain scan, and I went off to La La Land there was one gentleman, and then we showed this up on the big screen at the live um, meditation workshop. His actual brain scan inside, his brain was in the shape of a heart where all of his activation was. It was so oh. incredible. Oh, wow. it was beautiful. Yeah, mine wasn't a wow, heart, but it was all, it was this big, huge red. It was just, it was so awesome. It was so cool. So, audience, why am I wow. telling you this? It's because the brain, it's scientifically proven you, you can do it, and everybody's got it. You just It's just like a muscle. you got to work at it, right? Absolutely. And yeah, if I and, can do it, you can do it because yeah, you know, I got and, all those cards wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's, it's people like myself and you, Lisa, that are here to teach you and help you hone in and become more aware of all that. So when we come back, we're going to talk about discernment, what it, what, what it all looks like, maybe some misconceptions, and dig a little bit deeper on intuition. I want to remind all of you about my guest and how to get a hold of her latest book, Intuition On Demand, a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition you can trust by Lisa K. Ph.D. And we will be, oh, her website is triple W L 
lmk88.com. That's lmk88.com. You also can find um, all of our information. You can Google Intuition on Demand. You can find the information on my website. So when we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper. We're going to talk about discernment because this is a big one for you guys. All right. We will be right back. And with that, Benny. Attracting the wrong things in your life? Blocked? In transition? Can't seem to get clear? Let Sue Lundquist, Intuitive Clarity Coach, guide you through to confidence and sustained positive change. This is achieved with easy, practical tools you can use in your everyday life. Call now for your personal one-on-one Clarity Coaching session with Sue to get back to who you really are, confident, purposeful, and positive. Call Sue at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's a 1150kknw.com. Advertising. Successful advertising, that is, is all about being on the right platform with the right message the right amount of times. Do the right thing for your business. Advertise on the Gratitude Cafe with Sue Lundquist. Reach her loyal audience with your important message. Best of all, the options are affordable so you can stretch your advertising dollar to reach the right amount of consumers. Learn more today at 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Mom and Dad used to argue about everything, especially about Dad's drinking. My family went from totally crazy to quiet, calm, and even peaceful when Mom started going to Al-Anon family groups. I wanted a better relationship with Dad, so I asked Mom if she would take me to her Al-Anon meetings or to Alateen. I'm sure glad I did. If someone's drinking troubling you, you might be surprised at what you can learn in an Al-Anon or Alateen family group from people just like you. Call 1-888-4-AL-ANON or go to alanon.org. Ready to release pain? Energy is not bound by space. Whether you're in Tennessee or Sue's own backyard of Woodenville, Washington, Sue Lundquist can do both in-person and distance energy healing. Sue holistically integrates a range of energy healing modalities that break through blockages and work through both the physical and emotional energy body. You'll find both a guide and a healer in working with Sue. Hire Sue now at suelundquist.com or call 206-300-2227. That's 206-300-2227. Following the herd is fine until they lead you off a cliff. Think for yourself. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Dangerously, 
Thank you. <laughs> ah, we're back. Gratitude Cafe. Sue Longquist here. We are talking intuition. We are talking with Lisa K. Ph.D., her latest book, Intuition on Demand, and it is a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition that you can trust. The first top of the hour, we got to know her a bit, her story, talked about the definition of intuition and how intuition speaks to us in symbols and signs, and um, the intuition is the one that gives you the big picture. The big picture is in, ooh, something doesn't quite feel right, because you normally wouldn't think that, so you've got to really discern, we're going to jump into that, we're going to discern what that all looks like and feels like with intuition. We also talked about the science and how juicy that is as well. I want to remind all of you how to get a hold of Lisa and her book. Now, Lisa, can they go to your personal website or do you want me to send them to Intuition On Demand? Oh, you could go to uh, either one, intuitionondemandbook.com. We'll get you to the book page, but that's my website as well. Okay. Um, Or lmk88.com. Both work. Perfect. www.lmk88.com. If you are out there driving, just go to my website. All that information is going to be there. And, of course, sign up for the newsletter, and you'll get all this information sent to you right to your inbox and, of course, some other great stuff. All right. Let's talk about discernment because that is a big buzzword because mm-hmm. so many people are like, well, how do I tell if it's, if it's not stuff, my own resentments or judgments? How do I discern between that and my intuition? I'm going to let you lead, Lisa. Uh, that's a great question. That is the uh, number one most frequently asked question. Is how do I know that I'm not making it up? Um, well, there, I have a, an easy and a, and a not-so-easy answer for that. The, the easy answer is that you have to have a technique that is clear and step-by-step that you can understand to get your intuition to happen on demand. And that's what I have in the book. Uh, it's a step-by-step technique. Uh, there are five steps to it. And um, so you can trigger your intuition and that, um, and be open, and then receive and, and recognize the messages that are that are coming to you. So once you have a technique, um, then you want to practice it, and that's that's the the harder part is that you have to keep practicing, just like any other skill. If you want to learn how to be a good tennis player, um, or if you want to learn how to swim, you have to go out and you have to practice, right? You can't just jump. In the deep end, um, having never swum before, and expect to be able to do, you know, laps. So uh, it's that's that's the way you do it. And when you practice, you're going to start to find um, when your intuition's working because you're practicing. It's sort of like uh, if you're learning how to serve a tennis ball. So you're going to do the techniques of picking up that ball and where you place your feet and how do you hold the tennis racket and do the swing, that's your technique, and then when you practice it, sometimes it'll go in and sometimes it'll go out. And when it's out, you know, well, that's not working, and when it goes in, you know exactly more of how it feels and what that experience is like um, and when it's all right. So when you're practicing your intuition, um, and I always recommend that you practice doing intuition exercises, and those exercises, I have a section in the book to talk about good exercises and bad ones. (laughs) And those are the things you're going to practice, a good exercise. And a good intuition exercise is one where you can validate your results. So, for example, if you are, uh, you can practice your intuition on, say, um, uh, with a, your, your boyfriend or your spouse. Maybe you're going to ask your intuition, what did they have for lunch today if you weren't with them? And, and 
see what your intuition brings you um, and go through the technique and it will pop things at you. And then once you get those those messages, you can actually validate and check because you can talk to your uh, your friend or, or whoever it is that you're trying to get the information about and see if you're right. Did my husband have a ham sandwich today? You know, that was what my intuition gave me. And when it's right, um, you remember how that came to you. Did you see a picture in your mind of a ham sandwich? Did you smell it perhaps? Or did um, the word ham come up to you? And when, and you remember that experience. So the next time it happens, uh, the next time you get a pop-up, um, you'll know that it's your intuition. And um, I have a little story that I could tell you where I have an example, if you want to hear that. Yes, so, please. Um, there was a, I was practicing. I was a, went to see the doctor, and I went to see a doctor I was seeing on a regular basis, and I knew that um, that he wasn't, that he wasn't feeling well and that he had some, some sort of problem with his um, back. And so I thought, gee, oh, while I'm waiting, I can use my intuition. I can ask, how's he doing? And immediately I had gotten a flash in my, in my, um, in my mind of an image of him hunched over on crutches wearing a white and green striped shirt. And the, that, that was instant. And then I immediately dismissed it, saying, oh, my gosh, don't think like that. That's a terrible thing to think. And so then I went through my technique and my process, and I got some information, um, which later turned to be correct. Uh, but what, late, 10 minutes later, when he did come in, he walked through the door. He was hunched over on crutches wearing a white and green striped shirt, and I was shocked. Because I actually had forgotten that image. I had just automatically got, oh, please don't think like that. That's a terrible thing to think. What that did for me was realize, oh, that was my intuition giving me that image. And it happened so fast and so briefly. And, you know, flashed as a quick image. Um, I realized, well, that's how my intuition gives me information. It's quick. It's subtle. And now I remember how I experienced it. So the next time... I go to work with my intuition and ask it a question to trigger it. Um, I'll be looking, I'll be open and, and noticing when I get flashes of images. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Now, I, I have a question, too, and the, the discernment and the tools. I want to remind the audience, you can get the step-by-step guide, the tools that we're referring to and that Dr. Lisa is referring to in her latest book, Intuition on Demand. I'm holding mine right now a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition that you can trust. Now, when she's referring to um, good and bad, you know, ways to figure out or discern between what your um, intuition is telling you, so basically you you have an experience. This is a practice. It's a muscle. You have to get really I, – I practice it all the time just to get really clear. And, I, and, Lisa, you have said that, too. You do it at stop signs. Which way should I go? And just tune in and, lo- and listen. What Lisa was also talking about, the experience that you have asked the question, how did it come to you or how didn't it come to you? Was it a smell? Was it an image? What was it? And and take some mental notes if you can't, you know, put it on paper. That way you can come back and go, oh, okay, when my intuition was spot on, this is what happened. Right? Yes, exactly. And that's why you have to practice because you have to do it over and over again. To, to recognize 
that and then when it happens again it's like oh i got that other i got a flash of an image again and you know and that was correct yeah. so then you then you start to go okay i'm going to notice i'm going to practice when i when my intuition is talking to me um it, it'll be flashing these images at me and i know what it feels like and uh, yeah i know when it's right so that's how you can learn how to discern and then there are other things too uh, there are characteristics of intuition which you should know, um, and I'll give you a couple of them now. One of them is, and there's a whole list of them, um, one of them is that it's short, that the messages are short. They're not very wordy. They're very gonna short. going to be, <laughs> turn left, stop, you know. Yeah. Um, you have to be talk like to him. delicate. Talk to him. Them. Three words, right? And it's not going to be this long explanation. You know, people get this. Uh, misconception in, from the movies. You know, they see the movies and it's with some, you know, somebody who's in, uh, highly intuitive, highly psychic, and then they, you know, the, the psychics give all kinds of information and it sounds oh, like yeah. this long, drawn-out story that they, but that's not how it, it comes. And so you, you recognize the characteristics of how intuition speaks to you. And when you recognize that, then you know that it's talking to you. But you, only, you can only do that through knowing what those characteristics are, and I do have a list in the book, and also practicing so that when it happens to you, you know what it feels like, you know what it sounds like, you know what it looks like. Yes, yes, and yes. Again, Lisa K. Ph.D., Intuition on Demand is her latest book. You can get those characteristics. You can get the how-tos and how to practice, how to... Um, what's the good and the bad ways to experience this? And I and I say, I say good and bad, not not as it's bad, bad. It's just it's just different. There's um, it's the same thing as me saying consequence. It's just it just is. There's no real you know good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. Um, so okay, so back to the website. Sorry about that, folks. I kind of went off on the left field. So Lisa's website, you can get it at two places: www.lmk88.com, or of course, Intuition on Demand book.com. It all goes to her website. Uh, I highly recommend this little gem of a book. Um, dog ears, tags, scribbles, all over this book. And it's great to have a resource. This is something that you should always have, just so you can keep coming back to it. And I love the fact that there's science behind it, too, because that it, it, puts, it puts to rest my naysayer in my head because of the, you know, the validation and the science that comes up. So I love that. It was just triggering in my mind about um, just intuition exercises and, ha- and which ones are good and which ones are bad. The good ones I talked about were the ones where you can validate your results. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give you kind of the contrast. So one that wouldn't be so good would be, uh, say, I'm going to use my intuition to find out what um, my favorite rap singer had for lunch. Well, unless you know him personally and can ask, um, it, that's not a good exercise because you'll never be able to know whether you, what you received intuitively was correct or not. So, so that's what's important. A lot of people like to uh, use their intuition on, oh, well, I'm going to, um, that, that person who's sitting over there in the diner, you know, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I, I'm picking up that they, um, I don't know, like peaches. But unless you know that person and can go over and ask, you'll never know whether your intuition was correct. So, yeah, you could just that's a key thing. make make fun things up. Okay, so I have a big mm-hmm. one for you, Lisa. So yeah, sure. I've got this, and this is can be really scary, especially when you've got a past of teeters or something like that. Things that you're working on um, in your and I've, I actually I've talked to a client about this. 
So this client, she was getting hits of the husband having an affair. So she is freaking out. Of course, the emotions come up and go, oh, my God. And she's trying to discern between the if it was really her intuition or if really her husband was having an affair. So how do you, I mean, that's such a fine line. How do you determine between mm. that? Right? Okay, well, again, they're, they're yes, absolutely. Well, um, when and you're, you're scared, you're when emotionally been, involved, right? Of course. And and when you have developed your intuition and you're getting really good at using it, uh, that's going to come up. And one of the things that you can do is use a tool. And I have tools in the book. And the tools are a way to get out of your ego space, of your fear space, of your emotional side, so that your intuition can... Um, you can work with your intuition and hear it more clearly. So I give an example uh, in the book about a time when I was flying home, um, and I was in Phoenix. I was trying to go to New York, and there were all these uh, thunderstorms. I was going through Dallas, and Dallas was basically thunderstormed out. So there was lots of delays, and my plane was delayed, and they said... Um, you know, it might even be canceled. Um, so I had a choice. I could either chance it, uh, or they told me I could take a later flight that was leaving, you know, 10 o'clock at night. I get home at 2 in the morning going through L.A. So I go the other way. I go from Phoenix to L.A. to New York. So, But uh, but I didn't want to. I, I wanted to get home. It was late. So we were on the plane. Um, they actually said, okay, the plane's going to go out. And so we got on the plane, and we start, I was like, oh, God, I'm so relieved. Uh, and we're on, the tar- we're on the runway, and then the captain gets on, and he says, uh, sorry, folks, we've got to go back to the gate. They're holding us again. Now, what you can do um, when we get to the gate, if you, um, we might get, the flight might get canceled, or, or we don't know. But once we get to the gate, you can get off the plane, um, and if you want to take another flight, or but you can't get back on. So now I'm going. Oh, should I get? Should I stay on the plane, or should I, you know, get on that flight to L.A. and get home late? And don't know if my bag's going to follow me and all this stuff. I didn't know what to do, and I was all emotional about it. And and so I thought, all right, I'm too emotional. I have to use a tool. What should I do? So I realized, um, you know, the in the uh, in the seat. Back pocket of the airplane, you know, the, uh, the seat in front of you, there's a magazine. Oh, and yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a map in it, right? So they always have a map in the back. So I figured, let me use the map. So here's a, this is the way I use this as a tool. So I opened up the map and of the United States, and I said, I asked my intuition, I triggered it, which way should I go? Should I go through Dallas or should I go through L.A.? And I'm staring at the map, and I'm just kind of uh, open, and I noticed that Dallas, for some reason, seemed a little darker. It, the font was a little darker. It was a little crisper to me than L.A. And I thought, oh, that's it. My intuition is telling me to go that way. So wow. I stayed on the plane. And the plane took off. We got through the, we, the, the thunderstorms cleared up. And then I was able to get home. And I got home on time. <laughs> Yay! So, Yay. So there was a tool. <laughs> Good for you so for you listening, gotta, you right? Find tools <laughs> and use a tool. And that's how you, you know, you can help get your fear out of the way. 
Um, and it, it's, it's a great thing to do, you know, whether you're using it for yourself or other people, your intuition. I love that. I absolutely love that. And really, you know, keeping yourself open and calming yourself down because when you're in that mm-hmm. um, fear, the fight or flight again, it's ego, it's all this icky stuff coming up. It's the love and the ego can't, or the love and that energy can't come through. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Juicy, yummy stuff. Seriously, guys, get the book. You know, audience, how I am about tools. And, and Lisa, I am, I, I'm really practical in that sense. So when mm-hmm. I talk personal mm-hmm. development or if I talk metaphysics and talking to spirit and talking to your intuition, I want tools, and the audience knows that about me. This is one of the books. This is the tool book that you need. It's Intuition on Demand. It's a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition that you can trust. Lisa K. PhD. She travels. Is it the United States or have you gone international around teaching? Um, we are uh, mostly the United States. We actually, I reach people around the world online, actually. So that is international. I've gotten yes. people in Asia and and in Australia, Canada, um, and in Europe, Danish seem to be, you know, the, the Danes are very interested in what I do. So that, that was kind of nice. Um, but I will be traveling in person. I'm going to, to Columbus in September and uh, be out in Cincinnati in November and Massachusetts in November. We're going to go to L.A. Uh, in February. Um, nice. And, and, yeah, hopefully we're going to try it. We're trying to get out to London in May. So Oh, the U.K. The loves place. us. Uh, being, yeah, being great intuitive. place to go. The, yeah, that whole realm. Let's get the at the um, website, and it is triple W. Well, you guys, again, you can go to triple W Intuition On Demand Book dot com, and that's obviously the name of her book. Or you can simply go to her website, which is triple W L M K eighty eight dot com. Step-by-step guide, you guys, powerful tools that's going to help you. Again, we were talking, um, if you're just tuning in, we were talking about, and we have been talking um, in detail about what intuition is. Um, Can everyone be intuitive? Yes. The science behind intuition, um, how can you tell if it's your intuition or if you're making it up? The discernment. Should we talk really briefly before we've got about eight more minutes about some in again, and we also talked about some really juicy tools. But what about some misconceptions? Mm. Oh, that that's one of my favorite topics. <laughs> um, you know, one of the big misconceptions I found is that uh, people who want to who, who think about um, the clairvoyance or, or those people who are uh, get their intuitive messages through images. Now, I believe that we all can be have clairvoyance, clairaudience, so that means you're picking up intuitive messages through seeing, hearing, feeling, um, you know, thoughts that pop up, all the clairs. I think everybody can do them all. In fact, I've developed them all, which is a really cool thing, because, you know, you're you're not just a seeing person, right? (laughs) You see, hear, Oh, yeah. You know, Stuart, I wish we had more time, because we could talk about boundaries around that, too. Because when I talk to spirit, I also have to have boundaries. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, okay. we, that we we could talk, we could spend a whole show on that. But uh, <laughs> boundaries in human form but, and boundaries in spiritual metaphysical forms. Okay, back to misconceptions. Yeah, so, so so the misconception is that from a clairvoyant standpoint, or where you get images, you know, as as uh, intuitive messages, is that people think you're going to see an image outside of you, 
And 90, I would say over 90% of intuitives and psychics don't get images outside of themselves. They get them inside their mind's eye. Yep. And the other thing that they, the misconception about that uh, is that the image is full technicolor detail, like staring at a painting, and a lot of times it's not. Um, it might be a piece of an image. It might be. I used to get, uh, when I was picking up information about people who passed, I used to get just hair color. I see the hair. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I just, you know, see their hairstyle. Um, and, or you might see a silhouette. Uh, or it might be a flash of, um, might be a face. So, uh, so that's one of the misconceptions I found that's really, you know, people were, oh, I I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, well, you know, yes, I totally agree with you. And there's been times, and I don't know, this kind of teeters on the boundary, um, conversation too and i know we could we could spend a whole hour on the boundaries and i know audience you really want that so maybe we should have lisa come back and we'll talk about that but i yeah i have done a whole show just on boundaries as well but um i don't know what i was going to say it was something i was going to say and now i've lost but that's all right misconceptions we were well, talking about and all the different clairs yes yeah, yeah no so, that it yeah, was they're... coming from the mind's eye i'm sorry lisa go ahead Right. Well, there, another misconception is that uh, you can be intuitive, but you can't be psychic, and that's a misconception. Um, I think I believe that you can develop it um, and become very, very good and be be excellent at it. It's part of our nature. It's part of who we are. We just never learn to develop it, and you can um, become, you know, what people would term as psychic. You know, it's more of a label. Uh, but to me, it's a, a spectrum. You know, it's uh, most people think of it as intuitive as oh, I just I knew that was going to happen. Psychic is like predict what was going to happen, and it's really just a spectrum. And as you develop, you get better and better till uh, you know you have those quote psychic abilities. Um, so, so that's another another misconception. And oh, that is a good really, one. I think you know. Oh, I love how you say that because. I, I really mm-hmm. like that language of how you say it because, the, you know, whether it's autism or whatever, there's a huge spectrum, right? Granted, mm-hmm. we're talking about intuition, psychic abilities, and, and evidential mediumship. There's that whole arena. There is. There's a whole huge um, spectrum of that. There is intuition, there's psychic ability, and then there's the evidential mediumship. And it, just like you were talking about in this whole show we have talking about is, developing all of those, whether it's the clairs or the intuition or the psychic ability or the evidential medium, mediumship, it's all a muscle. You've got to keep practicing. It's, it's consistency. It's maintenance. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, sustaining mind, body, and spirit because you have to be healthy. You have to have a good, healthy, strong vessel as well. Right. Absolutely. And, all that and uh, yeah, and I'm sure, you know, we, we could uh, talk about the boundaries things because that kind of starts to lead you into the discussion of metaphysical energy, and that's, you know, the basis for a lot of how this intuition thing works. And when you understand it, um, you can understand how, you know, to build those boundaries energetically. Would you have a couple tips that you can share with us? We've got just a few more minutes. Do you have a couple things that have worked for you, the boundaries that we could share? Yes. Um, well, first of all, energy follows uh, your thoughts, so you can just imagine um, that you have, you know, you have control over your energy because with your mind, which you do. And so, if you 
are feeling that, you know, you're picking up too much. Because a lot of people are sensitive to things around them. You can pull your energy. Just imagine your energy is coming in closer to you, close around you. Uh, you can also imagine shields. Um, which also is very helpful, and um, and also you know doing energetic uh, energetic health you know that that's also really important. You want to keep your energy, and that gets into energy healing. You want to keep it balanced. You want to get rid of negative energy, and you know fill yourself up with positive energy and good energy, which is easy. That's love. So and whenever you think loving thoughts. Let's tell the audience the negative energy. That could just be something that's trapped. It could be a fear that's trapped in your body. It could be a circumstance that happened and it's trapped in your body. It's a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that energetic yes. block. You need to go in, get it out of there, meaning you have to feel it fully and then release it. It's good to go, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. You don't want to hang on to that. It becomes negative energy and then it, uh, it you know, it it doesn't uh, do you any good. It's holding on to things that are um, that won't express uh, positive things. And so, you know, and negative energies have a negative effects on you. Oh, they Might do. make you feel so down or physically love. not feel good. Yeah. Go to love. Yeah. Love, love. Love's everything. Go to love. And I and I tell my clients this, and Lisa, maybe you experience this as well. And and I do it. I it's one of my tools when I'm not feeling exactly chipper or love or happy, I literally go online and I find the funniest loving YouTube video. What I find is animals and babies together when the dogs are licking their faces Mm. and the babies are laughing so much, they're just (laughs) naughty. It is just the best thing for me. Uh, The audience, that's the best tool. Isn't that beautiful? It is. I love that. What a great suggestion. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Hey, All right, guys, we have got to wrap it up. Thank you so much, Lisa. I look forward to continuing our relationship. Thank you. Oh, yes, you are so welcome. Intuition On Demand, a step-by-step guide to powerful intuition. You can trust Lisa K. Ph.D. This is your toolkit, folks. So get on there and get her book. Until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world. If you like the show, help more people find us by adding your review of the show on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more people we can reach with this inspiring message on the Gratitude Cafe. Simply search for Gratitude Cafe in iTunes, hit subscribe, and add your honest review. It would help us immensely and we'll be forever grateful. It's one of the best ways you can give back to the show with your review. Thanks for tuning in to the Gratitude Cafe. Don't forget, every week is a new show, and you could submit your questions at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. The show goes live at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time in Seattle on Seattle's Alternative Talk AM 1150. You can also call in to the show at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Find the live streaming link at sulonquist.com forward slash gratitude cafe. We'll see you next week.